the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome back as we head into hour two, 602-508-0960. I am Seth Liebson. I've got uh, my uh, producer, David Dahl, and uh, Bill to the right over here as we head into hour two. You look a little tired today, David. Are you? I'm feeling it. You're feeling tired. Why are you tired today? Well, last night I went out dancing, and uh, most of the time I don't go out dancing on Monday nights. Oh. What night was made for dancing? Usually Wednesdays for me. Wednesdays are meant for dancing. Yeah, I've been picking up swing dancing lessons since November. Nice. Nice. Should we just call you Donald O'Connor? You could. I mean, you know, maybe I'll reach Gene Kelly status by next year. Well, let's start with Donald O'Connor. All right. Let's let's aim, you know, baby steps for baby feet, so to speak. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, Donald O'Connor's. All right, here's what I... um, I've been just kind of toying with a little bit in what I was unfolding in the last hour and where we are today with the media and the speed at which stories run by us. See, when in my monologue, I was reciting the numerous stories about the 2016 Russia collusion hoax now now known as a hoax but the russian collusion stories you know worse than watergate and all that and the innumerable stories literally you can't count google doesn't doesn't allow you to count it just goes infinite how many times they had headlines and stories and commentary about russia russian operatives trump trump operatives and the meeting of those two sides in the 2016 election. You know, one of the one of the points about that is all this having a story and moving on and forgetting it and going to the next thing that I was reciting in the last hour, they didn't do that with Donald Trump, did they? They told you what they they what, what's the, what's the old uh, lawyer's closing argument advice? Tell them what you're going to say, say it, and then tell them what you said. They just stay at it over and over and over again. They didn't, they didn't overwhelm you with multiple stories. They picked one story and stuck with it. And then they picked a second story and they stuck with it. And then they picked a third and a fourth and a fifth. And they ran through it for a long time, never letting you forget. Never taking it off the table. Never letting it disappear into the ether or in the rear view like we do and they do now with Democrats. And DeRoy Murdoch, who uh, is a great writer, does an A through Z of that with, um, with, with Joe Biden, which if we had a better media, they would do with Joe Biden. And as they did with Donald Trump. Larry, I'll get to you in a moment. Don't go away. Get this on the table real quick. What's the A to Z on Biden, each of which should have been months-long stories, not days? Afghanistan's humiliating abandonment to the Taliban amid America's chaotic and 
deadly military withdrawal. That's A. B. Border security has collapsed. An estimated 6.3 million illegal aliens from at least 172 nations have invaded America under Biden. Hundreds of thousands have received free bus or plane tickets into the homeland. Others have scored health care, education, and even hotel rooms in Times Square. ABC, Afghanistan border. C, crime. Crime is plaguing America's cities, chiefly those run by Democratic mayors and left-wing take-a-hoodlum-to-lunch prosecutors. That's ABC crime. D, documents marked classified surfaced in the garage of Biden's Wilmington, Delaware mansion along his 1967 Corvette, Washington, D.C.'s Penn Biden Center, an alleged think tank funded by China. Papers that he had no business holding on to having possession of in the first place, some of them as senator. And Veep, which doesn't give him declassification authority. That's illegal possession. E, energy. Energy dominance under Trump has vanished. Biden now begs other countries to boost petroleum production to compensate for his war on U.S. oil. U.S. oil. E, let's go to F. What's the F? Fentanyl. Cascades across the United States-Mexico border. Killing over 70,000 Americans a year mainly through unwitting ingestion of counterfeit pharmaceuticals polluted with this deadly drug. It's become the number one cause of death among Americans between ages 18 and 45, number one killer of young adults. You do realize what that means, right, to say that it's the number one killer of young adults and has been. You know what that means? It means COVID never was. And you think about what this country did for COVID, about COVID, in regard to COVID, anent COVID. Our memories are long, fast disappearing. We closed churches. We closed synagogues. We closed businesses. We closed schools. We pitted people against one another. All right, that got us to F. G, gas stoves are in Biden's crosshairs. Let's get to H, Hunter Biden. I, inflation, it was 1.4% when Biden took office, and then he triggered a tsunami of federal spending. The resulting CPI spike hit 9.1% before falling back to 4.9% today, more than double the Federal Reserve's 2% target. J, justice, two tracks. Violent leftists skate while conservatives receive prison sentences or even worse, become political prisoners. K, Keystone Pipeline, killed 11,000 jobs. L, lynching. This is something people still want to do. That's a direct quote from Joe Biden. Lynching is still something people want to do. Really? Is there a fact check on that? Where is that? Where, where, where do people want to lynch people? Who says that? You want an M? How about mandated COVID-19 vaccines forced on almost 9,000 young, healthy military personnel? Forcing them, out of the, forcing them out of the armed services for refusing to take this inoculation. 
9,000 military personnel left. One-on-one interviews seldom seen under Biden. Pentagon priorities under Biden have devolved from national defense to pronouns to a frantic search for white nationalists, whoever they are, and the imposition of the Green New Deal in uniform. Q, quotas are key to Biden's equity agenda, including $4 billion debt relief program exclusively from non-white farmers. Excuse me, four. Exclusively four non-white farmers. Now let's get to our Russia Russian cyber attackers seemingly sabotaged America's colonial pipeline. Biden swiftly exonerated the Kremlin. He then greenlighted completion of the since-detonated Nord Stream 2 pipeline, which would have pumped Russian natural gas into Germany. Biden also approved a summit with Russian dictator Vladimir Putin. Those rewards for possible Russian subterfuge against U.S. property transmitted weakness and likely encouraged, along with Afghanistan, Putin to invade Ukraine. S. Saudi Arabia. Well, it and Iran now share a Beijing-brokered alliance. Trump's strategy to isolate the Ayatollahs kaput. T. What do you want for T? Teachers Union. Teachers Union boss Randy Weingarten colluded with Biden's Centers for Disease Control and Prevention to lock down schools and trap kids in Zoom classes. Test scores tumbled. Mental health crises of our youth rose. Let's just, uh, we know what you is, Ukraine. Vice President Kamala Harris. Biden's choice to be one a order rush from the presidency. White House for W. White House lids. Been called as early as 9 a.m. when Biden plans no further public appearances. Journalists go home without fear of missing out. Without fear of missing out. They can go home at 9 a.m. X, what do you want for X? How about Xi Jinping? He's yet to hear Biden even ask about COVID-19's origins, according to official readouts. Such weakness surely fueled the Chinese communist dictator's anti-dollar diplomacy, supremacy, spy balloons over U.S. military facilities, unprecedented harassment of Taiwan, and other efforts to torpedo America as the planet's leading superpower. Why? Young Americans with college loans need to repay them thanks to Biden's student debt bailout. Biden wants to squander $400 billion to nationalize up to $20,000 in obligations per borrower, earning as much as $125,000 annually. This is the record the media would have stuck to over and over again on a Trump administration. They're nowhere filled with Biden. Welcome back to the Seth Leapson Show, 602-508-0960. Is this my man, Larry? My main man, Larry in Tempe? Hi, Larry. Yeah, howdy, Seth. It's nice to hear your voice. It's good to be heard. Thank you, sir. Well, I want, first off, I do want to comment on what you've been talking about. But before that, uh, have you, you, there's been some Johnny Cash played this afternoon. Yes, there has been. Are you aware of the new documentary out about him? No. Okay, it's called Johnny Cash, The Redemption of America, an American Icon. Okay. And it's it was initially a book, same title, uh, by Greg Laurie and oh. Marshall Terrell. Marshall, oh, Terrell, yeah, Marshall yeah. Terrell's a, yeah. a local guy. Yeah. And 
we knew about it because my wife has helped Marshall Terrell with transcribing his interviews into Word documents, and that's how he then no kidding. works off of that, writing the books. And so and we know he's Glenn, had a... Wow, and we know Glenn Lurie. Wow, I didn't... Huh. Yeah. So, yeah, and it's a okay. great... We watched it, oh, Friday or Saturday, and it's very, very interesting. It's What's the it, angle? What's the what's the Oh, it's just simply about his life. Mm-hmm. It starts when he was a kid and it's all interviews with a variety of different people, family members, uh other people from music industry. Other musicians too, I imagine, maybe. Yeah. 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 Well I gotta yeah. watch it. I mean, Johnny Cash had a huge impact on my life. Huge. I remember yeah. when I was well, a kid, I uh my mom gave me a cassette of his, which was live at San Quentin. What was that? I mean, oh, that yeah. came out in 69, I think. I mean, uh, Yeah. Well, the, not the yeah. Folsom, but the, the San Quentin, the live at San Sing, Quentin okay. uh, album. Yeah. And I would play that thing every night in bed. And um, I remember uh, there's a song in there, I think, called San Quentin. And uh, there was a lyric in there that was confusing to me. I must have been around the sixth grade. Things you remember, huh, Larry? And mm-hmm. um, I asked my mom what that meant. It had to do with something having to do with prison reform. And, you know, I'm I'm not very smart in the sixth grade. Who knows if I am today? But I remember my mom said something I'll never forget. I'll, I'll never forget the sentence she said. She said, Johnny Cash just believed there was a different way to deal with prisons. And that led me to a lot of work uh, years later, or at least that set some kind of template a year, a lot of years later for me to get involved in uh, prison fellowship, prison reform type mm-hmm. stuff. Johnny Cash is what got me in there. Um, I'll tell you one other interest. Uh, there's a lot that comes out of that album. You're um, sight impaired, Larry, right? Yes, yes. So this may be difficult for you, if not impossible. But there are videos available of that concert. And I want people to go back and look at what our prison population looked like in 1969, because they do a lot of panning of the audience, Larry. So maybe for mm-hmm. yeah. if your loved one can maybe explain to you what I'm getting at here. San Quentin was the hardest of the hard. It housed the hardest of the hard criminals. You look at that audience the way they were dressed, the way they comported themselves, the way they were demeaned, uh, demeaning themselves, looked like the cast of Mad Men. Unrecognizable to a prison situation today. That's another observation, neither here nor there. But I learned a lot from that album. Uh, I learned that A Boy Named Sue was written by Shel Silverstein. I don't know if most people know that, the author of The Giving Tree. Anyway, sorry, Larry. Go ahead. I didn't know that. No, no, it's fine. It's it's he had an interesting life, and I didn't know a huge amount about it beforehand. wasn't a huge fan. I wasn't a. I liked him. I just he wasn't. Yeah. Top of my list. Right. 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 He was just in the mix. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Right. Right. But he he went through some highs and lows that this covers, and it's again it's a documentary, so it's. There's some interviews with him before he passed away, some with his wife, June Carter Cash. And yeah. some, oh. I mean, he goes back to his, his initial marriage and yeah. 
just childhood and all kinds of things. It's very interesting in just how uh, how he got to where he did, where he was broken, and he even at the height of his career he was broken and had to. I mean, it's all about him giving his life back to Christ. He did a song. And, he did a song with uh, Billy Graham. He literally he did have, a song. Did, Billy Graham did. literally went to the studio with him, and they cut a song together. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I wasn't familiar with that, but there is uh, Franklin Graham is on this. Oh, okay. In this documentary, and they he did, and and I Billy think Johnny Graham's Cash Crusades. went to Billy Graham Crusades, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, okay. he did. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So it it's very interesting whether 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 anybody's a fan of his necessarily or how not. How could it, you not be? Just real. It's life. a measure of how much you love America. In a lot of ways, and it was again is it really was all about redemption. That's also yeah. part of why he yeah. liked going to the prisons. Is that yes. he saw yes. himself in some ways. Yes, of course, on a par with those people. Of he didn't course, see himself is better than them. That's right. Same reason Chuck yeah. Colson went into prison every Easter. Right. Same exact yeah. reason. Do you know what Johnny Cash's favorite food was? I don't. They didn't cover that, huh? No, they didn't. Matzo ball soup at the Stage Deli in New York. I kid you not. Oh. It was written up in the New Yorker uh, once. Yeah. <laughs> multicultural. <laughs> yeah, multicultural yeah, yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for the well, tip, Larry. I will be sure to watch yeah. it. Johnny Cash had yeah. a huge impact on me in many ways. In yeah. many ways. Uh, and that voice, man, that voice, right? Yeah. Yeah, unmistakable. Well, in respect to what I, what you've been talking about, I just find it very telling that Biden, his administration, and many other left leaders are so comfortable with saying anything they want. Yes. You know, most most of the time, you know, if I was in a situation where I had public access like that and was saying something... I'd be concerned not to say something that was false because somebody would check me on it and I'd be caught. Once upon a time. I mean, time I, not that America. I'd have a yeah. not that I'd have a desire to do that anyway, but let me let me pick up on that with you, Larry. Let's do let's spend a little moment on that. I, I just gotta take a commercial break. Do you have the time? Sure. Uh, sure. Great. Uh thank you. If you have the time, I have the air. I am Seth Leapson and we have room for more here too at six zero two five zero eight zero nine. Six zero. We'll be right back. That voice. Welcome back to the Seth Leibson Show. Larry and Tempe, you still with me? I am, yes. Who wrote that song, by the way, Wanted Man? I don't know. I don't know his music. Bob Zimmerman, also known as Bob Dylan. Oh yeah, very interesting. Well, I I personally rather have Johnny Cash. Than <laughs> I know Dylan. I would too, but there's a friend in the audience <laughs> named Steve who would have both of our hides for saying that. But I would I would say that too. I'm with you, Larry. You and me together on that one. Anyway, we were talking about uh, what lies. Yeah, the, the the sheer temerity of the left to say anything they want yeah. because they know. They're not going to be called on it. Yeah. 
yeah. which speaks, unfortunately, of the major news media today. Yeah, I was making this well. point a little bit yesterday. Um, this is Abe Greenwald's point over at Commentary. Uh, we live in an age of bipartisan, institutional, cross-cultural fabrication. Whoppers, Larry, whoppers. Yeah. Public health officials lied about the necessity of school closures, the efficacy of masks, the vaccines, the origins of COVID-19, the peaceful nature of BLM riots. Twitter lied about its policies. The entire medical and psychological establishment lies about the differences between male and female. We live in an age of huge lies, and we live in them and with them. There's one book I've come close to memorizing in, in, in the 20th century novel, The Great Gatsby. It's this great line, Carraway says, I was amazed at the elaborateness of the lie. It had to do with Daisy's religion. But he goes, I was amazed at the elaborateness of the lie. You listen to just that short list and you and I could come up with a lot more. Right. The elaborateness of each and every one of those we just live with and move on and as if it doesn't matter. And, and the yet the left media just, wants to go after Trump for, you know, his right. untruths. What about those? And that's what I was, yeah. That's what I was going to say is that it's not just allowing lies to go by that are said on one side. It's fabricating them about Trump, about other conservatives. And it, it just it's just mind-blowing because it's obvious that that, they feel safe with doing that. Otherwise, a member uh, from a district, a member of Congress who's a Republican from a district in New York, no one has ever heard of, is in trouble for lying about his resume to get elected. What about Joe Biden lying about his? What about? Right. I mean, he lies about everything for from years. the relationship to his son to his academic credentials to being arrested. He has three lies on arrests, three different lies. One of them for civil yeah, rights. Right. One of them for Nelson. Yeah, I'm, that's incredible, Larry. And it, part of me keeps hoping, probably foolishly so, that people in the mainstream news media will, will see an opportunity to get the big true story about any of these certain things and just write the story. Mm-hmm. About whatever it is, that's right. And say, you know, I don't, I don't care anymore about towing the line. I care about truth, and I care about showing that truth. And even if it comes across in, I'm getting a big byline. You know, it's maybe we give too much credit to the news media years ago, but it seems like that's what they thrived on more than a political line was. Do I get a big story by? Revealing the truth of a situation versus well, yes, they took a, down a few Democrats line. here and there. Sure, remember Gary Hart? Sure, they did. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I grew up in Colorado. Yeah, there you go. You remember that? Yes. And they took down. Uh, you had a governor there who got into some controversy. A Democrat was it Ro- Romer? Something like that. Romer, I think so. Oh, there was Roy Romer. Uh, I don't. I, th- I think. I think. I think something about some quote he said that anyway. I may be misremembering, but they, yeah, they used to go after the Democrats, too. But this is the cost of lies. We hear right. enough and we just don't even recognize the truth anymore at all, as the guy in Chernobyl said. And in many cases don't want to. I mean, sometimes it's it's easier to uh, stick your head in the sand 
yeah, maybe. and pretend that it's not there yeah. and pretend that if I just ignore it, then yeah, maybe. it's not going to be a ugly head. Maybe. But when you live in a world or a country lives in a world where the distortion of the truth is the new reality, that's a psychotic said, state. That's a psychotic state, is, Larry. It is. By definition. All right, I love you, man. Call back soon. All right. Thank you, brother. 602-5080-960. Think about the uh, economy with everything else. Stock market volatility, inflation, possible recession, bank failures. Why Refi has an investment in a portfolio with a high fixed rate of return that's not correlated to any of that, not the stock market, not the Fed. An investment where you can turn your monthly income on or off. You can compound it, whatever you like, with no loss of principal if you need your money back at any time. Think of that freedom. There are no fees in the secure collateralized portfolio that delivers a high in a high fixed interest rate. Why Refi is based locally, based here locally. I encourage you to stop by their offices on Scottsdale Road in the 101. I've been there. You won't get asked to sign anything. You won't get a sales pitch. They leave that up to me. When you meet with them, you'll see why I like and trust them so much, and you can as well. Why Refi is a due diligence approved firm where you can earn up to a 10.25% rate of return. That's right, a 10 and a quarter percent fixed rate of return. Check them out at investyrefi.com. That's invest, the letter Y, then refy.com, or call them at 888-YREFI-34. What happened on this day... In 1860, Republican convention began. Oh, very cool. Nomination of Abraham Lincoln. Yes. Our friend Charles writes, so we had this president. He was considered by many to be unpopular. He won with a small percentage, and there was a lot of fragmented support. Democrats across the board loathed him, and some elite Republicans in his own party didn't care for him either. Some celebrity actors had called for his assassination. Whole states wanted to secede from the Union in what was clearly a divided nation. He was not considered too articulate. There were better debaters around. They sensed paranoia, and there was plenty of White House intrigue surrounding him. Some of the generals liked him. Others were frustrated by what they perceived to be his incompetence. Many ridiculed his appearance and didn't find him statesmanlike. He carried on. Some wonder how and why. He was clearly a troubled and controversial president, but despite it all, he was destined to be one of the greatest, if not the greatest, president we ever had. His name was Abraham Lincoln, nominated in the convention that began on this day in May in 1860. Thank you, Charles. Nice little, nice little therapeutic there. Going to have Carol Platt Lebo joining us in a little bit and um, want to talk to her about a lot of different things. She's, she's, a, she's a smart cookie. She went to, uh, I think she was at Princeton with Michelle Obama, who wasn't Michelle Obama at the time. What was her name? Michelle Robinson, maybe? Does that sound right? Is that her maiden name? Something like that. And then she went. To Harvard, she was actually the editor of the Law Review 
Obama was the president, which isn't an academic thing. It's a popularity thing. She was actually an academic thing. She was the editor of the smart woman, smart woman. And she runs a free market think tank. And I want to talk to her a little bit about see what she has to say and get her thoughts on what seems to be such a heavy lift of something we all used to take so very much for granted, which was the entrepreneurial system in America, the capitalist system in America. I mean, we never thought it was something that required that much defense. We taught it. We taught Adam Smith and we taught free market economics, but we didn't think it needed defense. I mean, most of the whole country had rolled up its sleeves to defeat its opposite in the Soviet Union. That was what the long twilight struggle was about, at least 50 percent of it, their economy, the other 50 percent, their aggression, if I can divide it that way. I mean, it just it wasn't something we seemed to need to defend. Today we do. Today, free market economics is on its heels. And uh, my theory as to why it's not uh, brain surgery, it's that we have graduated millions and millions and millions of children every year from schools, 90% of which are steeped and soaked and saturated in Marxist doctrine. And I'm not talking just colleges and universities. No, you got to get, what did Rogers and Hammerstein say? You got to get them when they're five or six or seven or eight. And that's what we're doing. We're getting to them at five and six and seven or eight. So Andy Pudzer, who's the, um, I think he's the former Secretary of uh, the Treasury, has an interesting column up here at uh, Fox News. He writes, it's difficult to effectively teach others about something you don't understand. It's even tougher when the subject is something you despise. So if you live in Colorado and expect your children to learn anything truthful about free market capitalism, you'd better consider homeschooling. The Colorado Teachers Association, the State Teachers Union, recently passed a resolution. Hold on to your hats, folks, or don't. Maybe this is so standard coin of the realm now, this doesn't surprise you. But here's the resolution. I'm quoting. Capitalism inherently exploits children, public schools, land, labor, and resources. Capitalism opposes fully addressing systemic racism, climate change, patriarchy, LGBTQ disparities, education inequality, and income inequality. That was the compromise toned-down version, by the way. The compromise toned-down version. That's for your elementary schools in Colorado. That's what's going on there. Pudzer writes, I thought it was a bad thing when teachers' unions fought to keep schools closed during the pandemic. Maybe in Colorado kids are better off staying home if at school they're taught by people who believe this kind of leftist claptrap. It's really quite incredible. Really quite. Raymond's in uh, Scottsdale. Hi, Raymond. Hello, Seth. Uh, we've talked before a long time ago, but anyway... 
you mentioned getting uh, children when they're young. Yeah. About, about geez, a little over 20 years ago, uh, a partner of mine and I, we had a product that was designer diaper covers, and we were, <laughs> I went to California to meet with the Disney people, and we wanted to put Disney baby characters on these diaper covers and sell them through Disney. I've got to find and, out first, Raymond. <laughs> this, yeah. I, I, this, what's a diaper cover? It's it's it was a uh, it was an outfit that we had made in Dominican Republic, and you know that something to put over the diapers, a little outfit. Oh, I or, see. Okay, 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 to, okay. So you're not and, just walking around in your diaper. Can you hold the? Qu- no, I got to no, no, take no. a quick break. I will get you on the other side. Is, Can you this, just hold this with me? Is if very you're... good. All right. Yeah. All right. Thanks. This, <laughs> right. this is a great setup. <laughs> Disney and diaper covers. Great setup. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show. Raymond, thank you for your patience, sir, in Scottsdale. Glad to have you still with us. Okay, I'm still with you. Okay, so the setup is that that we were manufacturing outfits to go over diapers for little babies. And I went to uh, California to meet with the Disney people, and I thought, we could put the Disney baby characters on this. And there was a man and a woman representing Disney across the table, and I said, this might be, you know, maybe it's a little too young to uh, be marketing the Disney baby characters. And the woman looked at me, didn't hesitate. She looked at me and said, we'd get them in the womb if we could. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. So there you go. Yeah, no, uh, we'd get them in the womb if we could. Sure, sure. Yep. Like any, uh, like any. I mean, that's right. I mean, that's and 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 by the way, they are now. I guess. Yes. Yeah. I guess they so. are. Uh, did your uh, did your uh, effort succeed? Did you uh, make, oh, no. make a go of it? No, no we didn't. All of right. course not. All right. You did, you did all right. Otherwise, I'm assuming. But that, but Disney. Uh, you know, yeah. that was a little no good insight no it's a great pre- insight predictor of the future yeah no absolutely right well that's what <laughs> that's you. what the thank you that's what the left figured out you know college was already too late it's like with everything now you just got to start younger and younger i know this from d- drug abuse prevention you know we used to think it was important to get those uh, messages out to high school students then we realized we're already too late we're already too late it goes younger and younger and younger and the left figured this out. Why Why do you think Hebram Kendi has a children's book, Anti-Racist Baby? Why do you think the left was so angry at Ron DeSantis for getting rid of these books, getting rid of these books in at, at the kindergarten level? Who wants this stuff in kindergarten? The left. Cartoon Network. Look at what Teen Vogue and the Cartoon Network are doing on the celebration of Karl Marx. I wasn't kidding earlier. Go search around on there if you don't believe me. Owned by major companies. Major companies. And it's not just Disney. I think in one of those cases, maybe it's Warner. We'll get you through your children. Let's keep them from getting our children. Be right back. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.